हरे कृष्णा जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी यशोदनंदन ब्रजन रंजन यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यमुना तिरावन चारी यमुना तिरावन चारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपीजन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजना यमुना तिरावन चारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जयो राधा कालाचंदी राधा कालाचंदी श्री राधे जयो 
राधा कालाचंदी राधा कालाचंदी श्री राधे जयो राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद श्री राधे जयो जगन्नाथ जयो जगन्नाथ जबल देवा जयो सुभद्रा जयो जगन्नाथ जयो जगन्नाथ जयो बलदेवा जयो सुभद्रा नीताय गौरा हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि बोल जयो जयो प्रभुपाद 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 जयो जयो प्रभुपाद जयो जयो प्रभुपाद 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 जयो जयो प्रभुपाद जयो जयो गुरुदेव 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 जयो जयो गुरुदेव जय गोर प्रेमानंदे ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया नारायणम नमस्कृत्या नरम चैवा नरोत्तमम देवीम सरस्वतीम व्यासम ततो जयातु धीरत नष्टप्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवते उत्तमाश्लोके भक्तिर भवती नाइष्टकी कृष्णाय वासुदेवाया देवकी नंदनाया छा 
ನಂದ ಗೋಪಾಕುಮಾರ ಗೋವಿಂದ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮೋ ಪಂಕಜನಾಭಾಯ ನಮೋ ಪಂಕಜಮಾಲಿನೆ ನಮೋ ಪಂಕಜನೇತ್ರಯ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಪಂಕಜಾಂಗ್ರೆ ಗುರುವೇ ಗೌರಚಂದ್ರಾಯ ರಾಧಿಕಾಯ ತದಾಲಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಭಕ್ತಾಯ ತದ್ಭಕ್ತಾಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ reading from canto 1 chapter 12 text 24 chapter is named birth of emperor parikshit birth of maharaj parikshit sarva sadguna mahatmye esha krishna manuvratah ರಾಂತಿ ದೇವಾಧಾರ್ಮಿಕಸದ್ಗುಣ ಮಹಾತ್ಮ್ಯಷ್ಣಮನುವ್ರತ ರಾಂತಿ ದೇವಾ ಯಾತಿರಿವಾಧಾರ್ಮಿಕಸದ್ಗುಣ ಮಹಾತ್ಮ್ಯಷ್ಣಮನುವ್ರತ ರಾಂತಿ ದೇವಾಧಾರ್ಮಿಕ ಸರ್ವಸದ್ಗುಣ ಮಹಾತ್ಮ್ಯಷ್ಣಮನುವ್ರತಿದೇವಾಧಾರ್ಮಿಕಸದ್ಗುಣ ಮಹಾತ್ಮ್ಯಷ್ಣಮನುವ್ರತ ರಾಂತಿ ದೇವಾಧಾರ್ಮಿಕಸದ್ಗುಣ ಮಹಾತ್ಮ್ಯಷ್ಣಮನುವ್ರತ ರಾಂತಿ ದೇವಾಧಾರ ಯಾತಿರ್ವಾರ್ಮಿಕಸದ್ಗುಣ ಮಹಾತ್ಮ್ಯಷ್ಣಮನುವ್ರತಿದೇವಾ 
glorified by all godly attributes eshaha this child krishnam like lord krishna anuvrataha a follower in his footsteps ranti devaha ranti deva iva like udaraha in the matter of magnanimity eyati yayati eva like dharmikaha concerning religion translation and purport by shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki this child will be almost as good as lord shri krishna by following in his footsteps in magnanimity he will become as great as king ranti dev and in religion he will be like maharaj yayati purport the last instruction of lord shri krishna in bhagavad gita is that one should be given up everything and should follow in the footsteps of the lord alone less intelligent person do not agree to this great instruction of the lord as ill luck would have it but one who is actually intelligent catches up this sublime instruction and is immensely benefited foolish people do not know that association is the cause of acquiring qualities association with fire makes an object hot even in the material sense therefore association with the supreme personality of godhead makes one qualified like the lord as we have discussed previously one can achieve 78% of the godly qualities by the lord's intimate association to follow the instruction of the lord is to associate with the lord the lord is not a material object whose presence one has to feel for such association the lord is present everywhere and at and at all times it is quite possible to have his association simply by following his instructions because the lord and his instruction and the lord and his name fame attributes and paraphernalia are all identical with him being absolute knowledge maharaj parikshit associated with the lord even from the womb of his mother up to the last day of his valuable life and thus he acquired all the essential good qualities of the lord in all perfection the purport goes on but i will continue after discussing what we have read om ajnana timirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya 
Praying at the lotus feet of my spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada and all the assembled devotees, may I speak few words in the glorification of our dear Lord Sri Krishna. For the pleasure of the Vaishnavas and for my very own purification. Vancha kalpata rubhyascha kripa sindhu vevacha patita nam pavne veo vaishnave veo namo nama mukum karoti vachalam pangum langayate girim yat kripata maham bande shri guru dinataranam parmananda madhavam shri chaitanya ishwaram. So, for now, Maharaj Parikshit is being glorified by all the Brahmanas in front of Yudhishthir Maharaj. That's what we are hearing. And he has been compared with all such great personalities. And in this particular one, he is been compared with Lord Shri Krishna, Rantidev and Yayati. And Prabhupada gives little narration about who is Rantidev and who is Yayati. And that we will see in a moment. But before that, Prabhupada is talking about a very, very crucial topic of association. And and, be, and to start the purport, Prabhupada mentions about the very, very important instruction, probably the last instru- instruction in Bhagavad Gita by Lord Sri Krishna towards Arjuna and, in fact, to all of us, that is Sarva Dharma Parityaja. And he is saying, there abandon all varieties of religion and surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. I repeat, abandon all varieties of religion and surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. Sarva dharma parityajya mamekam sharanam braja aham tvam sarva pape bhyo moksha ishami ma suchaha So, and Prabhupada is saying that intelligent people get it, but the less intelligent one do not. And that's why we see so many kind of variation in, you know, they... They, they are so diverted. They are so, they are so confused whom to surrender. And we have so many options. So they take all the option. But Krishna himself is saying that, you know, surrender unto me. I will deliver you and do not fear. And still we fear. What if Krishna doesn't keep his promise? So we take all sort of, you know, protection, like insurance. You know, what if, if this does not work, then this, if not. But that is not complete surrender. Complete surrender means having faith in what Krishna is saying, having faith what our Guru Vargas are telling, having faith what Srila Prabhupada told us. And that is complete surrender. And But the, that is only for the intelligent ones. And Prabhupada mentioned in the purport that association is the cause of acquiring qualities. And that goes for both bad and good. If you associate with good people, you will get good qualities. If you associate with bad people, you get bad, quali- bad qualities. And in Nectar of Instruction, there are two instructions, first, second instruction and the third instruction. In this, Srila Rupa Goswami gives two 
One is what we should do and what we shouldn't do, what are favorable for our devotional life and what are not favorable for our devotional life or unfavorable things for our devotional life. So in verse 2, he is talking about Jana Sangas and this is the unfavorable thing. And he's saying that associating with worldly-minded people who are person who are not interested in Krishna consciousness. So we should not associate with such people who are more interested in worldly things and not interested in Krishna consciousness. And in the third verse, he instructs that what we should do, we should abandon the association, abandoning the association of non-devotees, that is, sangatyag. So for, so he says, you know, both cases, we should not associate with the non-devotees or with the people who are not interested in Krishna. So those who are not interested in Krishna, we are not interested in them. So that's the, uh, that's the, you know, that's the line, that's the bottom line of these two instruction. And Prabhupada says that by associating, we are getting the qualities as just you keep a fire, uh, you know, you keep an object in the fire, like you take an iron. This example is by Srila Prabhupada that if you take a piece of iron and you put it in the fire, what happens in a, in a prolonged time, both will look so similar, you cannot tell which one is iron and which one is fire it starts looking the similar because of the iron looks like fire because of the association of the fire. Similarly, those who associate with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they get, and Prabhupada mentions that, up to 78% of godly qualities. Of course, we cannot become God, but we can get godly qualities. And then, and Prabhupada also mentions that, you know, by association does not mean how association Arjuna has or Bhishma Dev has or those who were present at the time of Krishna's physical presence. But he, it is also means in different ways and he gives the different ways. One is by following his instruction, like he gave the instruction of Sarva Dharma Parityaja, leave all varieties of religion and surrender unto me. So that's the instruction he is giving us. If we follow that instruction, that means we are associating with Krishna and we get the qualities of Krishna eventually. Up to 78% of course. Apart from that, his name, as we know this uh, shlok that says, Namu Chintamani Krishna Chaitanya Rasavigraha Purna Shuddha Nitya Mukta Abhinnatvan Nama Namine. That is his name, his fame, attribute, his attributes and the paraphernalia are all identical with him. And because why it is, because Prabhupada also says that in somewhere else in the purport that if you keep saying water, 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 water will not come in front of you. You will not have the association of water until you actually have the water. But if you say Krishna, 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 you will have the association of Krishna because Krishna's name and Krishna are non-different because he is the absolute knowledge, he is the absolute bliss and he is the absolute eternity. So Krishna is absolute. So whether his name, his fame, its attribute, his attribute or his peripheralia, his instruction are all identical with Krishna and non-different than Krishna. And there's a very beautiful verse in Chaitanya Charitamrita. In Adi Lila 7, 147. It says, I'll repeat that again. Krishna Racharane Hoi Jodi Onurag Krishna Binu Anyatra Tara Nahirahe Rag. If one develops his love for Godhead 
and becomes attached to the lotus feet of Krishna, gradually he loses his attachment to everything else. So that's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says this verse while addressing the Mayavadi philosophers who were, you know, criticizing Mahaprabhu saying, why are you not doing Vedanta study? Why are you just chanting and dancing and being a sentimental? And Mahaprabhu first says that I am I'm a fool and my guru told me, Ishwara Puri told me to chant and that's what I'm chanting. And then Mayavadi philosophers, they say, okay, we understand that, you know, chanting has its, and, uh, and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, he explained all his ways to how wonderful chanting is by the words, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Iva Kevalam, Kalo Nasteva, 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 Gatiranyatha. And once they understood the importance, but they still insist, why don't you study Vedanta Sutra? Why don't you tell us what do you know? And then he start explaining. And while explaining, he's t- defeating all the Mayavad philosophy. And if, and then he's telling this verse that those who are attached to the lotus feet of Krishna, they do not look left or right. They just straight away get attached to Krishna's lotus feet. And for them, nothing else matters. And their attachment towards everything else get, you know, vanquished. So that's about the association that Prabhupada is mentioning, that by associating with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one may get the qualities, provided he is, you know, he is doing it the right way under the instruction of the bona fide spiritual master. So he is on the path to get the qualities of the Lord. And we see Maharaj Parikshit, whom we were discussing for so long, that he got the association, as I have heard in a class, from womb to tomb. Before he was born, in the womb of his mother, Uttara, he was being protected by Lord Shri Krishna. When Ashwatthama, you know, released the, the Brahmas the second time to kill Parikshit Maharaj. So he was being saved by Lord Shri Krishna. So he saw Krishna at that moment when even within the womb. So he associated with uh, that time with Krishna in his personal presence, physical presence. But at the time of his death was also he associating through Krishna Katha that was emanating through the lotus mouth of Shukadev Goswami. And so that's how he associated with Krishna from his womb, from the womb to his tomb. And that way we see that Parikshit Maharaj had acquired all the essential good qualities of the Lord. He was so godly that here in the verse, it is saying that he will be as good as, because he is not yet born, so he will be almost as good as Lord Shri Krishna by following in his footsteps because he was associating with Krishna all the time. And so we see the power of association with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Going ahead in the purport, Prabhupada is talking about Rantidev and then Yeyati. Rantidev, an ancient king prior to the Mahabharat period, referred to by Narada Muni while instructing Sanjaya, as mentioned in the Mahabharat, Drona Parva 67. He was a great king, liberal for hospitality and distribution of foodstuff. Even Lord Shri Krishna praised his acts of charity and hospitality. He was blessed by the great Vashishta Muni for supplying him cold water. And thus he achieved the heavenly planet. He used to supply fruits, roots and leaves to the Rishi. And thus he was blessed by them. 
with fulfillment of his desires. Although a Kshatriya by birth, he never ate flesh in his life. He was especially hospitable to Vaishishta Muni. And by his blessings only, he attained the highest planetary residence. He is one of those pious kings who name, whose names are remembered in the morning and evening. Then goes to Yayati. The great emperor of the world and the original forefather of all great nations of the world who belong to the Aryan and Indo-European stock. He is the son of Maharaj Nahusha and he became the emperor of the world due to his elder brothers becoming a great and liberated saintly mystic. He ruled over the world for several thousands of years and performed many sacrifices and pious activities recorded in the history. Although his early youth was very lustful and full of romantic stories, he fell in love with Devyani the most beloved daughter of Shukracharya. As we know, Shukracharya is the priest or the teacher for the demon, like Brihaspati for the devatas. So, Shukracharya's daughter was Devyani. Devyani wished to marry him, that is Yayati, but at first he refused to accept her because of her being a daughter of a Brahmana. According to the Shastras, a Brahmana could marry the daughter of a Brahmana. They were very much cautious about the Varna Shankara population in the world. Shukracharya amended this law of forbi- amended this law of forbidden marriage and induced Emperor Yayati to accept Devyani. Devyani had a girlfriend named Sharmishta, who also fell in love with the emperor and thus went with her friend Devyani. Shukracharya forbade Emperor Yayati to call Sharmishta into his bedroom, but Yayati could not strictly follow his instruction. He secretly married Sharmishta also and begot sons by her. When this was known by Divyani, she went to her father and lodged a complaint. Yayati was much attached to Devyani and when he went to his father-in-law's place to call her, Shukracharya was angry with his with him and cursed him to become important. Yayati begged his father-in-law to withdraw his curse, but the sage asked Yayati to ask youthfulness from his sons and let them become old as the condition of his becoming potent. He had five sons, two from Devyani and three from Sharmishta. From his five sons, namely Yadu, Turvasu, Druhya, Druhyu, Anu and Puru. Five famous dynasty, namely the Yadu dynasty, the Yavana or the Turk dynasty, the Bhoja dynasty, the Malecha dynasty, that's the Greek and the Porava dynasty. All emanated to spread all, all over the world. He reached the heavenly planets by dint of his pious acts, but he fell down from there because of his self-advertisement and criticizing others, other great souls. After his fall, his daughter and grandsons bestowed upon him their accumulated virtues, and by the help of his grandson and friend, Shibi, he was again promoted to the heavenly kingdom, becoming one of the assembly members 
of Yamaraj, with whom he is staying as a devotee. He performed more than 1,000 different sacrifices, gave in charity very liberally, and was a very influential king. His majestic power was felt all over the world. His youngest son agreed to award him his youthfulness when he was troubled with lustful desires even for 1,000 years. Finally, he became detached from worldly life and returned the youthfulness again to his son Puru. He wanted to hand over the kingdom to Puru, but his nobleman and subjects did not agree. But when he explained to his subjects the greatness of Puru, they agreed to accept Puru as the king. And thus Emperor Yayati retired from family life and left home for the forest. Srila Prabhupada ki so there are many topics that we can discuss about, but one thing was looking into, I was looking into was like Varna Shankara. And we have heard about, we have heard about it from Bhagavad Gita as well. So Arjuna says, that Arjuna says in chapter one, so this is one of the argument that Arjuna gave to Krishna that why he should not fight. As we know, chapter 1 is all about Krishna trying, uh, all about Arjuna trying to convince Krishna why he should not fight. And then he gives one of this, you know, argument saying that Arjuna says that when irreligion is prominent in the family, O Krishna, the women of the family become corrupt. And from the degradation of womanhood or descendant of Vrishni come unwanted progeny or Varna Shankara. <clears throat> this is Bhagavad Gita chapter 1 verse 40. Arjuna says that Adharma bhivat Krishna prashu pradushanti kulastriya srishu dushta su jayate Varna Shankara. So if the women, the argument comes, he is saying that if we kill all the men and the elderly people, there will be nobody to guide the Matajis in the family. And Mataji, they will be mixing with any men and that way they will become corrupt and the population will be the unwanted population or unwanted progeny, which is otherwise called Varna Shankara. This is what Arjuna is saying and that is why I should not fight O Krishna because if I fight I'll be killing everybody and if I kill the male members and the Mataji and the womenhood will be corrupted and the Varnashankara will be created. So this was Arjuna's argument to Krishna. So Krishna in chapter 3 Karma Yoga verse number 24 he says he, he gives you know he gives his counter argument to Arjuna saying why he should fight. And I'll read the verse from there. Yeah. So this is 24. So, so he says, if I should cease to work, then all these worlds would be put to ruination. I would also be the cause of creating unwanted population, which is Varnashankara. And I would thereby destroy the peace of all sentient beings. Now, Krishna is saying this. I is Krishna. But where it, it is starting, as we all know, the very popular verse of Yad Yad Acharati Shrestas. So Krishna is giving the argument. It starts from 21, verse 21, chapter 3, Bhagavad Gita, that whatever action is performed by a great man, common man follow in his footsteps. And whatever standards 
he sets by exemplary acts all the world pursues. So Krishna is telling Arjuna that whatever the leader will do, the rest, the mass will follow. And then next he says in 24 that, O son of Pritha, he's telling Arjuna, there is no work prescribed for me. Me is here, Krishna, he's telling, there is no work, work prescribed for me within all three planetary systems, that is the upper, lower, and middle, nor am I in want of anything, nor I have a need to obtain anything, yet I am engaged in work. So, as Arjuna was saying that I should not fight because the women would, would, will get corrupt. So Arjuna is saying, uh, Krishna is now telling him in a counter argument that, you know, that a leader should work, leader should do his duties, prescribed duties. And if he doesn't do, so what happens? And he's saying, I do. Krishna is telling, I'm, I'm doing it. And he said, I don't need anything. I'm not in want of anything, neither, it's not that I lack anything, it's not that I have to get anything. Like in, in general, in this material world, we see we are doing something or the other to gain something. But Krishna doesn't have to do that because everything belongs to him. So he doesn't have to work to get something. And he says that, you know, I'm beyond this three world, the um, upper, lower, and the middle. And yet I am doing it. And yet I'm engaged in the work. And why is he engaged in the work? Because, for if I did not engage in work, O Partha, certainly all men would follow my path. So what happens if Krishna doesn't do, a a leader doesn't do their duty, a leader doesn't do his duty, all the other will take the excuse. And on that pretext they will say, okay, this he is our leader, he is not doing, why should we do it? So when a leader doesn't do something what he is supposed to do, what happens is others take it for example, and excuse and they do not do it either. So then he says this verse, he is saying, if I should cease to work, then all these worlds would be put to ruination. I would also be the cause of creating unwanted population and I would thereby destroy the peace of all sentient beings. So Krishna is saying, so a leader should work because if the leader doesn't work, everything and world will be put into ruination. And that will also be the cause of unwanted progeny. So he's saying that, you know, you're saying you don't want to fight, you don't want to kill, because the womanhood will get corrupted. But if you do not fight, which is your prescribed duty as a Kshatriya, still unwanted progeny, Varna Shankara, will be created. Because the moment you somebody doesn't do their duty, the society go for a toss. And Prabhupada says in that purport that, Unwanted population or Varnashankara disturbs the peace of the society in general. So the moment you have such kind of progeny which is not wanted, they, they will disturb the peace of the society in general. So on that note, we see that, you know, that in India that people criticize the caste system and on the, on, because the caste system right now in India is like a, cha, a son of a Brahmana will be a Brahmana, son of a Kshatriya, will be a Kshatriya. And um, they criticize the system, and on the pretext they criticize the literature that support that Varnashram system. But we see from the previous verse that verses that Ashwatthama, he was a son of Dronacharya, who is a Brahmana. So that way Ashwatthama should be a Brahmana, because he is a son of Brahmana, and following the present 
caste system that is prevailing in India, son of a Brahmana is a Brahmana. But he is not called a Brahmana, he is called a Brahma Bandhu, a friend of a Brahmana. Actually, Brahma Bandhu means a Brahmana who doesn't have the qualities of a Brahmana. So he's not a Brahmana, he's a Brahma Bandhu. So we see that our literary, our, when Krishna was there and even when uh, the Vedic uh, scriptures, they are not supporting this, um, you know, this system which says that son of a Brahmana would be Brahmana, son of a Kshatriya would be Kshatriya. No, they very much support that even the son of a Brahmana could be Ashudra. And we see that where in Bharat Maharaj story, when, you know, Bharat Maharaj, he had like 199 brothers and um, son of Rishabdev. They were all varieties. They were Kshatriyas because Rishabdev was a Kshatriya, but his sons became Karmakandi Brahmana, some became Navayogendras, some became Paramhamsas, and Bharat Maharaj, the eldest of the son, was the king himself. He was the Kshatriya. So we see that this, this culture that Brahmana will, a Brahmana's son is a Brahmana, the birthright, Prabhupada always said that, you know, you do not become a Brahmana by your birth, but your qualities, by your activities, by your skills and propensity, you become a Brahmana. Just because you are born to a Brahmana does not make you a Brahmana. Like you become, you, a son of a doctor need not to be a doctor. He has to go through the qualification to become a doctor. Similarly, a lawyer or a teacher or anybody. Just because you are born to a doctor, you do not become a doctor. Similarly, if you are born to a Brahmana, you have to have the qualities, you have to have the practices to become a Brahmana. But Srila Prabhupada, he gave us the opportunity to become more than Brahmana. He gave us the opportunity to become a Vaishnava, which is said to be higher than the Brahmana. And, you know, for human being, they say there are four goals. The Purushartha. They are Karma, Arthak, Karma, Artha, Dharma, Moksha. That is economic, the karma, sorry, Kama, Artha, Dharma, Moksha. Kama is the sense gratification. Artha is the economic development. Dharma is the religion. And Moksha is the liberation. And even today, most of the Indians, if you say that what is the highest, you know, goal, you can get, they say Moksha or liberation. But in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that the fifth goal, of human being or human life is to get the love of Godhead or Krishna Prema. Srila Prabhupada says that one who is, in Chaitanya Chaitamita, Srila Prabhupada says that one who is liberated can only understand the meaning of love of Godhead. While teaching Srila Rupa Goswami, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stated, Koti Mukta Madhe Durlava Ek Krishna Bhakta out of Millions of liberated persons, one may become a devotee of Lord Krishna. So, Koti Mukta Madhya, out of, it is not saying people, they are saying Koti Mukta Madhya means so many Muktas, Muktas are the liberated souls. One will become the devotee of Lord Krishna. And in Bhagavad Gita 7.3, Krishna says, Manushyanam sahasreshu kaschit yayati shridhe yayatam api shridhanam kaschit maam veti tatvataha Out of many thousands among men, one may endeavor for perfection and of those who have achieved perfection, hardly one knows me in truth. So Srila Prabhupada is giving us that rarest of opportunity to become that one human being, you know, out of thousands, 
to become one human being who knows Krishna in truth and desire for love of Godhead or Krishna Prema. So with that, I will pause for today. Please forgive me for all the mistakes that I have committed. Vancha kalpata rubhishya kripa sindhu vevacha patita nam pavne veo veo namo nama. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Granthrashri Mad Bhagavatam ki jai, Anantakoti Vashnabrind ki jai. Hare Krishna. Any question, any comment? Question, I don't know how I can answer, but comment. You have anything to say, Prabhu? Maharashi Yati went to the forest. We hear that a lot. That these um, big personalities stay in their at a certain point in their life. They go called go to the forest. Yeah. What, what what do they do in the forest? They they sometimes they mention it as forest. Sometimes they say it to the north. That sometimes they say it to the Himalayas. So they go and meditate there. We hear about we heard. Um, Dhritarashtra, he went when Vidura took him finally, you know, by hook or crook, he was taken by Vidura, he was pulled. And he was meditating upon there when his hut caught the fire and then Gandhari entered into it. They go and meditate upon there. But at the same time, this is a new information that I got. It, it, it may not be the same Himalaya that we know the Himalaya because there is one more Himalaya, it's called Upper Himalaya. And that's not the Himalaya that we know that is around the Indian border. There is one more Himalaya. So there, where Naranarayan Rishi, Rishi, who is the presiding deity for our entire Bharata Barsha, they are there. Parshuram is there. So there are many, many who are called Chiranjivas. They are there. So they go and meditate. They Because now they don't have any more responsibilities, children, wives, and also all these things. Like somewhat like Vanaprastha. They go and they completely engage themselves into the, like Prabhupada gave us this wonderful system of Bana Prastha, when like you have done your responsibilities, you go and you completely focus in the service of the Lord. For us more than, along of course our Japa goes on and then we get involved with so many other services which we couldn't do because of other responsibilities in the Grihastha Ashram. But now, because those responsibilities are done, we can one can completely engage in the service of the Lord. That's what I understand, Prabhu. And he is son of a Brahman, so he did not act like a Brahman. But was Dronacharya Brahman, Brahman? He was, and uh, I have heard from a class, Prabhuji, that even if he was a Brahman and he was fighting, which is a job of a Kshatriya, but it is something um, that, you know, emergency situation, like how a president, like how sometimes the president, you know, they change switch. The army, the head of the army, they become the president, right, in case of emergency. Somewhat similar. Even if he was a Brahmana, but... He was needed. It is a, like a crisis situation. So a Brahmana can act like a Kshatriya. But if you see he was being killed when a Brahmana should not be killed. But still he was killed in a battlefield. 
and the reason is given because he was in that time he was in the role of a kshatriya so he was killed like a kshatriya and he was not treated like a brahmana but what i have heard from other classes from the senior devotees that even if a brahmana not supposed to raise weapon against anybody else because that is not his job but like how in a country when you do not have the president and you have a crisis the head of the army becomes the president that's what i understand prabhu do you have any other understanding please no that's a, that's a point that his emergency actually was because because of his attachment to ashwatthama he came in the war so was he a real real brahman by definition But and then kripacharya he is also a brahman and he, he was fighting yeah. what emergency he got they were asked to fight isn't it prabhu even if he has i'm a brahman i'm not going to fight yeah but that's what i have heard that was his attachment to ashwatthama even kripacharya's attachment to ashwatthama yeah but it says the skill it's not says that of course even a brahmana now if he has too much attachment for his son and he somehow or the other makes his son a brahmana he will still be called a brahmana even if he has attachment but somehow ashwatthama didn't have the qualities yeah i understand the point of attachment correct yes 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 all lords leela yes yes and i have heard this question like he is done such a heinous act of killing pandava's sons and still he is you know allowed to become manu like bali maharaj is supposed to be the next indra so you know it's so difficult bali maharaj saw krishna baman dev and still he has this desire to become indra so krishna and the prabhu ji who was giving the class on he was saying this desires like we hear so many times that we should surrender everything still we have the desires so and krishna will fulfill that desire because we cannot have those desires and go back to godhead so we those desires even if like dhruv maharaj that was his initial desire eventually he wanted just krishna vishnu but still krishna fulfilled his initial desires because you know it was his desires whether in the beginning middle or end so <laughs> yeah because we don't read at least shrimad bhagavat read what happens next money is removed 